This is Work From Home, the show that helps you stay connected, productive and sane while working remotely. I'm Harry. And I'm Alex. And today we're going to look at an article um, about, well, the, the title of the article is Our Remote Work Future Is Going To Suck, which is quite, a, uh, quite an inflammatory suggestion. Alex and I are going to talk through it and decide whether or not we agree. We'll see if these arguments are compelling enough and whether we really should be worried. What's the main point? This is this writer uh, who is Sean Blander. What's what's Sean's main point, Alex? His main point is basically that as more of us go remote, especially at larger companies, we'll become less personal to the people that we work with, and we'll be more prone to outsourcing or being forgotten or being measured purely based on output rather than whether or not we're a nice guy or gal to hang out with at the office. Yeah, totally. And I, I, I guess there's like there's some legitimacy to this argument. Like, yeah, it definitely is less, per, or it can be less personal. And we've talked about this on other episodes about how to kind of make remote work more personal. And definitely that's something we should continue. I mean, that's kind of what this show is all about, is making remote work personal. But definitely it, it can, it's less interpersonal by its nature and, and therefore it can kind of, suffer from that and so maybe that is a maybe maybe these are legit points so maybe if we go through these one by one and see kind of what our what our thoughts are on each kind of argument he has here so the first one is that remote work democratizes talent for everyone even you so firstly what what do you take that to to kind of mean what's he saying here it basically means that you're no longer competing against people who can physically make it to the office to do your job but rather you're competing against everybody over the world everywhere who has an internet connection right yeah which is a good point like that's definitely true but by the same token i feel like that's a benefit yeah the same the same works for you you know exactly the same works for you so so yeah like the the, the one side of the argument is like the same is true for you because it's your you know if you're if you have your existing job but also yeah if you're looking for a new job you aren't um, restricted to Reading, if you happen to live in Reading or whatever, you can you can find a job wherever that might be a much better fit for you than ever was before. And for employers, you know they have access. So certainly, from my perspective as as uh, as an employer, we have access to a huge pool of talent from across the country and world um, that we otherwise wouldn't have access to due to remote work. So I think that's kind of. Uh, so I think the democratization of talent kind of goes both ways. I think it's in the advantage of the employer and the employee. It does, yeah, because also for me, the way I began my career after graduating a few years ago from university was I found a job that was however many miles south of me, like a a four-hour drive away, which of course is completely impractical to go and physically work there, but I was allowed to work there remotely and then move a bit closer. And basically this democratization of talent and the ability to work in places that you can't physically reach is the whole reason I have a job at the moment. And so while it can work against you, I really don't think it's a bad thing, especially, I mean, talking about us as people in the first world with consistent access to good internet, we are unbelievably well-placed to take advantage of this development. It's not that everybody in the world is able to even do this. Totally. I, I completely agree. And, you know, I think this is the perfect opportunity if you're fed up with your job, you know, if you've not been in, if you're not getting a huge amount of joy from the work that you do, whether it be in the physical office or at home, you're, you, you know, the democratization of talent and this new remote working culture that we find ourselves in 
is the perfect opportunity to find something completely different and open your horizons to opportunities that you might not have even considered before purely because you were you were in the location that you were in so yeah let's all let's all move to cornwall and work for new york startups that's what i say um maybe not cornwall actually bad broadband but anyway that's another argument for another day yeah cool the next point he makes is that remote enables you to be forgotten so why why do you think that is I think this is an interesting point, and I think it's quite pertinent, especially nowadays when people feel kind of isolated as we're, even though we're exiting it in some places, we're still in lockdown. This idea that if you just sit there quietly doing your work and you don't proactively reach out to talk to other people in your company or your colleagues or your peers or whatever, then you may never actually talk to someone. And although you're, in quotes, getting results or getting work done, there is a certain performative aspect to that. You you know, you need to tell people and let them know that you're there getting things done. Yep. I think this is a legit point, like definitely true that you, you can sort of disappear into your remote silo and, um, you're, you're, if you're not in someone's line of sight, you, you could be forgotten, but that's why you should listen to this podcast and go back through a ton of the episodes that we've recorded before and, Think about how you can be more involved with your teammates, um, you know, if you're a manager or if you're an employee and it's on all of us, I guess, to be more connected and more social while we're, while we're being remote. And it's not hard, I think is the main point. Like it's, it's not difficult. You've just got to develop new habits that you might not have had before. Like it, you might've just relied upon, you know, casual chats by the, the water cooler or in the, you know, making a coffee in the morning, but now you've got to find whatever that kind of remote version of that is. So, yeah. And I think, you know, if speaking up is not your forte, if making noise isn't your forte, well, I think remote work is for you then because uh, it's a great place to kind of make some noise in, you know, in Slack just by text or an email and make sure that everyone knows that you're there without having to be the uh, the sort of brash, boisterous, confident um, extroverts that there are among us from our, you know, sales teams or whatever. I think it's also as well as like an, an introvert, extrovert thing, it's like a confidence thing is that it can feel, I know for me sometimes, it can feel as though you kind of have to pull yourself away from talking to people. Because if I have a certain amount of work to get done in a day and I don't have a huge amount of time to do it, I need to be uncommunicative and just actually do it and finish it and not really talk to anyone all day. And at the end of the day say, you know, I got this, this and this done. So I think it's that initial transition and having the confidence to do the work and be satisfied that you can just leave everyone else alone for a bit and return and say, look at what I've done, even if that is six to eight hours later. Totally. Absolutely right. But uh, but also, like, you know, it's not difficult to to spend 30 seconds. Like yesterday, you posted a picture of your newly re- revamped bicycle, yes. uh, <laughs> the beautiful yellow piece of machinery that it is. And that was really cool. And so that probably took you 30 seconds to post that. And that's, you know, that's social and you're, everyone knows that you're still there, still breathing. And, you know, it didn't take a huge amount of time from your day. So I think there are ways that you can kind of check in and kind of stick your hand up, even if you are kind of totally under the pump. But yeah, no, I, I do do agree. I mean, it, it, and it only needs to be one once a day or, you know, once in the morning, once in the afternoon. Right. The next argument, remote work can stifle your career growth. Now, this one was quite an interesting one to me. So again, what do you what's he saying here it kind of tags on to what we were just talking about insofar as you're less connected to other people there's less room to to talk to people gauge what they're after 
advance and also things like mentorship and working closely with people who are doing the job that you would like to do in the future that is not as easy as easy when you're remote or at the very least not enough people are doing it so that the mechanisms by which you would talk to these people and get the experience they're not that well laid out you know it's not like the corporate world where there's or the corporate in-person world where there seems to be a more formulaic way to approach it okay so that's it for today we'll link up this article that we've been discussing in the show notes of course and as i said we would love to hear kind of from you in terms of your views on this thing and your stories you know what you've how you've been experiencing this and, and how you think it's affecting your career wfh at lowerstreet.co again is the email address do share this episode with a friend that you think would enjoy it and we'll be back same time tomorrow see you then